Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Lynn Thomas. You can read it on the Teachers on Fire magazine on Medium or on Lynn's blog located at wordsgrow.com. You can also connect with Lynn on Twitter at TomLynn101 or on Instagram at ThomasHousehold101. Now, here's Lynn's blog post, G is for Galileo. G is for Galileo. Galileo experimented, pondered, and tested theories, thereby laying the foundations of what we now know as the scientific method. He was also a keen observer, inventor, and thought deeply on almost everything. Definitely a Renaissance man. It's an understatement to say he was very clever, and he was very clever at many different things. So clever, in fact, that he is considered one of the central figures of the scientific revolution and is still touted as the hero of modern science. Astronomer, physicist, mathematician, inventor, and philosopher, Galileo appears to have been a very busy man with a very curious nature. And isn't this what we love to see in our students? If Galileo were alive today, what model of learning would he champion? Project-based learning, interdisciplinary, personalized, makerspace? First of all, project-based learning would have been right up Galileo's alley. Maybe it's even his forgotten discovery. In truth, I just, but you can see it, right? Project-based learning is so Galileo-esque. Project-based learning is a teaching method in which students gain knowledge and skills by working for an extended period of time to investigate and respond to an authentic, engaging, and complex question, problem, or challenge. Given the experimental nature of much of Galileo's work, exploring a problem or complex question definitely fits his pattern. For example, after hearing about the invention of a spyglass, he went about constructing his own and improving the design in the process. The original spyglasses could only magnify about three times, whereas Galileo managed to magnify to 20 times. This became the basis for the telescope, and how he was subsequently able to look at the moon, discover four of Jupiter's satellites, observe a supernova, establish the phases of Venus, and discover sunspots, all of which allowed him to verify that the planets revolve around the sun, the Copernican system, not the Earth, the geocentric system. His other accomplishments can be considered investigations of authentic, engaging challenges through experimenting and observation. His biography shows, time and time again, his inquisitive nature and his pursuit to answer problems. He definitely believed in using your mind. I do not feel obliged to believe that the same God who has endowed us with sense, reason, and intellect has intended us to forego their use. Galileo continually challenged himself, that's for sure. He also didn't look at failure as an end to his learning journey. 
He didn't graduate university, but that didn't stop him. When one avenue didn't work, he pursued another. This is one aspect that I particularly admire. Galileo did not see himself as any one type of learner or specialist. Rather, he had a very interdisciplinary approach to learning, enjoying mathematics, the sciences, and engineering. But he didn't ignore the arts. He was a very capable artist, writer, and philosopher as well. He wrote prolifically on his findings and published several treatises and books and included many drawings of his observations. Truly, we should consider him a STEM specialist with a large dose of creativity and the humanities on the side. The fact that he invented or improved so many things, the telescope, the hydrostatic balance, the forerunner to the thermometer, the military compass, find more at 10 major accomplishments of Galileo, is a testament to his prowess in a variety of fields, but also his love of designing and making. Today's maker culture would be very appealing to Galileo, I would think. Galileo exemplifies many of the practices that we know are successful methods for students to not only be engaged, but to be immersed in their learning. Approaching learning for authentic reasons, for example, utilizing the UN's Sustainable Development Goals to solve real-world issues, then using experimentation and observation in order to solve those problems, and recording those observations and experiments through visually and in writing allows students to really practice an interdisciplinary approach for authentic reasons. Addressing the big picture by discussing the reasons behind the problems that are being addressed completes the picture as it adds the human side, the humanities, and supports students in determining their own values and philosophy. Overall, the most important lesson we can learn from Galileo is, as John Hattie so aptly outlines, that the best learning occurs when students become their own teacher, and Galileo did that in spades. You just heard G is for Galileo, a post written and read by Lynn Thomas. You'll find this article on Lynn's blog located at wordsgrow.com and on the Teachers on Fire magazine on medium.com. If you're listening to this podcast on a mobile app, you should find a direct link to her blog post in the show notes. You can also connect with Lynn on Twitter at TomLynn101 or on Instagram at ThomasHousehold101. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. This podcast is created entirely using phones and the Anchor app, which is free, proving that you too can start podcasting today with no money in and no special equipment needed. If you have any questions about how to get started, feel free to pass them along and I'll do my best to help. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast. Take care and have a great week.